Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including the Hall of Famer Ray Allen, one of the all-time greats, talking brackets and NBA and a whole lot more. Mike Tannenbaum generally managing our way through this crazy time in the National Football League. The list is top five free agents ever. The hashtag crew is in the house. Your phone calls are on the way. Away we go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Well, today there really is only one place to start, and we were all just yelling at each other on television for the last two hours because it is insanity. And I will tell you, today is the day, March 17th has been the day for the longest time that we have had circled on the calendar because this is the day that free agency was supposed to begin. But if there's one thing that we have learned in sports, it is that whenever they set up the legal tampering period, we saw it in the NBA, we see it in all the sports, that's when the deals get done. It is actually proof that all these conversations have long since taken place. It reminds me of the big NBA offseason free agent time when we did that special on Sunday night when free agency began at 6 p.m. And by 6.04, everybody had a team. Everybody in those four minutes somehow managed to make a deal. Well, in the NFL, here we go. We've seen all the enormous deals made. We've seen all the wheeling and dealing, and we've seen the trade that it appears, at least for now, is not going to happen. Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless They're flying the flags at half-staff in Chicago today, and the flag has the face of Russell Wilson on it. Or maybe more to the point, it has the face of Andy Dalton on it. And and I do hate this for Andy Dalton. Like We talk about Andy Dalton like he's terrible, like he is the Mendoza line for NFL quarterbacks, and that's not fair. Andy Dalton has had a very good career. He got drafted by a woebegone franchise in Cincinnati. He took them to the playoffs time after time. He's been in a few Pro Bowls. He's a good player. But the problem is the people in Chicago absolutely believed they were getting Russell Wilson. They believed it with certainty. I've told you that multiple times. I'm married to one of them. And they were ordering jerseys. They, they, the Bears allowed their fans to believe this was happening for whatever reason. Their strategy, I think, was if we're not going to get this guy, at least we're going to make sure our fans know we tried as hard as we could. I kind of get it. But sometimes those things can backfire and blow up right in your face, and that is what has happened here. So, I mean, just to use my wife as an example, when, when, when her response to a tweet of Adam Schefter's is, you've got to be kidding me, <laughs> you know things have gone woefully wrong. And the one who, in my book, speaks on behalf of all Chicagoans everywhere was Michael Wilbon on PTI yesterday. This is a disaster. Yeah. And it, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that Dalton is the worst guy in the league. It doesn't mean that. And this guy, Ryan Pace, should be fired if this is all he can do. And his coach, Matt Nagy, because he didn't want to coach Trubisky, he wanted to pine away for his days as an assistant in Kansas City where he had Mahomes as a red shirt. He should be fired because he doesn't want to coach Trubisky. These guys, I've been telling you this for three or four years. They are a disaster. They have led to ruin the Chicago Bears. I love Michael not letting Tony get in. That's so good. Wilbon is like, no, no, no. This is my team. I got stuff to say. I feel his pain. Today, I think, however, I'm going to take you in a slightly different direction. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's not talk about Russell Wilson for the moment. Shefty told us on TV, he's not ready to just say, that's it, it's all over. Wilson will be in Seattle this year. He still thinks there's a possibility there'll be a trade. And for all we know, maybe Chicago will still figure out a way to be the one who pulls off that trade. 
But I think the storyline that Wilbon touched on briefly at the end of that clip is really the important one. In the National Football League, sometimes you compound a mistake with another. In this case, the Bears have done that, but the opposite of the one everyone else makes. Normally, when you draft a quarterback high and you miss, you waste years spinning your wheels trying to justify it, trying to make it work. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, there's so many places. You say to yourself, we have to justify having taken this guy. The Bears somehow did the absolute opposite of that. They took Mitchell Trubisky instead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. That will never go away. There's nothing that can be done about that. It is sort of the football equivalent of a sunken cost. You've paid that. There's nothing that's going to change it. But now, instead of trying to do everything you can to try and make it work, they went the opposite direction as far and as fast as they could go against all common sense. They let Matt Nagy who had never been the head coach anywhere and had not given anyone any obvious reason to think he knew more than everyone else knew, certainly more than everyone knew when they traded up to take Trubisky in the first place, they let this coach say he'll never win, even though he had led them to the playoffs and was getting MVP consideration in his second season. That's not the style of offense Nagy wanted to coach. So they let him talk them into going out and getting Nick Foles just because Nick Foles had, had Foles had seen a playbook that Matt Nagy was familiar with. And Foles came in and was exactly what Nick Foles is. You know what Nick Foles is? He's not as good as Andy Dalton. That's what Nick Foles is. N- Nick Foles had one of the great, like, two-month runs of all time. Andy Dalton could have done that. He just never wound up in the right place to do it. But Nick Foles' career is not nearly as good as, as Andy Dalton's career is. But Matt Nagy decided, I cannot do this with Trubisky, against all evidence to the contrary. They were 3-0 and when they benched their quarterback. Who does that? It is because this coach didn't want this quarterback. And you know what? In the NFL, when you draft a quarterback where they did, you give him a chance. So I tweeted this yesterday, and I'm seeing it's getting a lot of engagement because I think that, that, that sometimes we conflate two things that have nothing to do with each other. Drafting Mitch Trubisky was a huge mistake. That's obviously true. But giving up on him and the way the Bears have gone about doing that has also been a disaster. Both of those can be true at the same time. The fact that they just never gave any effort to rehabilitating Trubisky, they did. You couldn't go further to ruin a quarterback purposely than they did. Adam Gase ruined Sam Darnold through incompetence. Matt Nagy ruined Mitch Trubisky purposely. So that, to me, is the the underlying story here. Now, it's not as interesting as the Russell Wilson one. I understand that completely. But that's what happened. So that's the one huge story from the NFL quarterback situation yesterday. The other, I I don't know if this could be called sneaky big news. Sneaky big news. And the name Tyrod Taylor isn't going to set the world on fire, but you have to be, like I was, intrigued by the Houston Texans signing a guy. They agree to a one-year deal with Tyrod Taylor worth up to $12.5 million. Again, pay no attention to what people say. We're not trading Deshaun Watson. Just watch what they do. We just brought in a quarterback who can play. So what Tyrod Taylor is is the following. He is the guy who can start when we trade away Deshaun Watson, which we know we'll have to do. And he is a good bridge guy 
when we trade Deshaun for a high draft pick. What the Tyrod Taylor signing said to me was yesterday, the Texans are thinking about drafting a quarterback high. So immediately, what does that point the straight line to? New York, the Jets, the second pick. Miami, the Dolphins, the third pick. Look at the teams that have the high draft picks. Those are the two that jump immediately to mind. You want to draft Zach Wilson and make him your quarterback of the future in Houston? Makes sense. Trade Deshaun Watson, bring in Tyrod Taylor. You don't have to start the rookie immediately. Those are the dots I connected with that signing yesterday. The Taylor signing is a big one. And I always root for him because he's had a career filled with bad luck. A lot of things have gone against him. Now, you know, feel too sorry for a person who's making $12.5 million. Obviously, we'd all love to do that. But this is a guy who got a bunch of bad breaks, including last year getting a shot that knocked him out of a season. I don't mean getting hit. I mean literally getting an injection that ushered in the Justin Herbert era. So I hope Taylor gets a shot, and I hope he plays well. But at the end of the day, the Texans signing him said to me, they're trading Deshaun, and they're drafting a quarterback. All right, that's where it begins, but we're just getting started. The list is top five free agents ever. Ray Allen is going to jump in here in a little while. We're going to take your calls. And up next, terrible news for you if you are a fan of the Patriots. That's next, and we're just getting started. I'm Greeny on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Oh, yeah, Greeny, and we're feeling good and delighted that you are along for the ride. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Call or click today. Find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. The great Ray Allen is going to join me in just a minute. Let me go through a little more football here. Um, again, the, the big stories of the day yesterday, the Bears signing of Andy Dalton would just set Twitter on fire. And I continue to believe that Russell Wilson, that saga is not over. I don't think he will be traded, but I don't think it's impossible. The Tyrod Taylor signing is the other one in Houston. Again, that one's going to go under the radar because he's not a name of that magnitude. But Deshaun Watson is. And I believe that signing yesterday is the first step towards that trade taking place. Meanwhile, I told you I had bad news for you if you're a fan of the New England Patriots. And here's why. Hembo used this as a trivia question on Get Up Today. Over the last five years, 
The teams that have won March in the NFL have lost the rest of the months, at least the ones that matter. Hembo told us over the last five years, the team that has spent the most guaranteed money in free agency has been the New York Jets. They have the worst record in the NFL over those five years as well. But wait, there's more. The team that has spent the second most has been Jacksonville. And the Jaguars have the second worst record in the NFL. So the teams that win March tend to lose September, October, November, and December. And those are really the months that matter. Now, I trust Bill Belichick to get this right a lot more than I do a lot of other people. But the situation remains. Quickly, speaking of that, a great tweet yesterday. Did you see Linda Cohn's tweet on this yesterday? She tweeted, imagine if Belichick got all these weapons when Brady was still in New England. Maybe he wouldn't have left. I suppose we'll never really know the answer to that question. All right, we will be almost wall-to-wall with the football today, and certainly if there are any further moves that come, as they could be coming any minute, we will jump into those immediately for you. But it is always a pleasure to catch up with one of the true all-time greats in basketball history. It's been far too long since we said hello. So two-time NBA champ Ray Allen, who joins me on the Goodyear Hotline. What's up, Ray? What's up, Greeny? How's everything? Well, it's fine. And you know, I really want to talk to you about golf. I mean, it's all well and good. I see you all the time playing. Everywhere I go, I see you playing golf. I know you played with President Obama. You played with Larry David. You once shot a 60. You once shot a 63. Is that what I'm being told? Yeah. I want to hear the details on the 63. Give me the details on the 63. Well, I'll tell you that it should have been 61. Uh, That's the thing about golf is uh, no matter how well you play, you always feel like you could have gotten a little more. And uh, I actually three-putted on one of the holes uh, that I should have made eagle on. Um, And I did make an eagle in that round. So it it really is. It's just like anything else. When you kind of fall into that zone, it's almost scary because – you hit the ball everywhere you're supposed to hit it, and you make every putt, and you ask yourself, why can I not do this all the time? Yes, I'd like to be scared in that manner just once in my life. I would like that. That's a, that's a level of scary I've never experienced, although it's interesting you say that. Yeah. I, I asked Tiger Woods this question once. I asked him, have you ever walked off a golf course and said, "Is that's it. That's the best I'm capable of playing. I can't play any better than that. And he said, no, I never have, and I never will. I thought that was a really interesting thought. Is that, you know, when, when you hear that from someone like Tiger Woods, what, is, what does that mean? What does that say? Um, it's, you know, you've exhausted all possibilities of, of uh, hitting a better shot, of, you know, shooting a lower score. Uh, I think oftentimes uh, many athletes, we're in a situation where when we're playing, you know you could score more points. You know that you should have made, you know, two more free throws. And, you 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 know, oftentimes when you're in your prime after the game's over, you're like, I can actually play again right now. Um, but there are those few occasions when you walk off uh, your perspective sport, me, basketball. I walked off the hard, hardwood maybe one time, and I thought, I don't think I could have played any more, given any more, played any harder. And that was our comeback in uh, in L.A. Uh, against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 2008. So it, it is, you know, and, and I think that's what we prepare for. You know, you you go through practice. And, and this is the misconception about practice. People kind of get uh, uh, disenchanted with, with practicing. But 
it's the, it's the dress rehearsal to do everything as hard as you can possibly do it. So when the game comes, it becomes second nature. And and what as players, what we want our, our coaches and coaches want their players to believe is that when the game starts, when we're right between those lines, can I trust you to do what we worked on every single day? It's such a good point. It's such an important point, and it's something that I hope young athletes are listening to when you say it because that, that is so much a part of it. In fact, again, Ray Allen is with me on the Goodyear Hotline. Goodyear helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. You, you hit a lot of big shots in your career, but maybe the most famous one is the one in Game 6 of the NBA Finals in would have been 2013, right? The, the one that kept that series alive. And when I've talked yeah. to people about that play, for those who, those who don't know what I'm talking about, you'll remember it, off an offensive rebound, you ran back to the corner and knocked down a three. Otherwise, San Antonio is going to win the championship on your floor in Miami. You guys win on that three. And then the next, uh, or two, you know, the next game, you guys win the championship in game seven. But people always talk about the fundamentals, that on that play, with everything in the world going on, with everything on the line, in a moment that literally keeps a season alive, the way you ran to the corner, the way you set your feet, the way you turned, the way you did everything, and the only reason you were able to do that, you could explain it far better than I, is that you have done it 10 million times in practice, and so you don't even have to think about it. Yeah, and and the, the the interesting thing about basketball, uh, and I've, I've had this conversation many times throughout my career. Uh, people always say I, I just love watching the game because what the things that you guys do are so like they seem so effortless, and um, you know there's so many things happening at one time, and it just seems like it all comes together, you know, at once. And I say to them, I say it's rehearsed. They're like, "What do you mean it's rehearsed?" I said, "It's rehearsed because." We know the plays the other team is going to run. We know the, the plays that we're going to run. We know where everybody's supposed to be on the floor. So once you get out there, you're proactive and not reactive. And that's the thing about sports, about everything in, in, in any sport, is you, you, you work the, the game so much to, to that finite detail that you know a player's tendency. So at the end of a game, regardless of what sport it is, you know what that player is typically gonna, going to Go where he's going to go. He's going to the right. He's going to take two dribbles. He's going to cross back over, step to the left. He's going to shoot it. Once you know that, it, it gives you such a, a, a power over that player. And this, this is what makes great defenses, you know, great and great defenders great because they know, they study, they pay attention. And for me, as a shooter, I tried to work everything inside that box. So when put in situation, my body can just respond to it. I'm not sitting there fatigued because I can't get to that place. It's, it's, it's such an incredibly good point, and it is such a legendary shot. The great Ray Allen is with me. So, so let's, here's what I really wanted to talk to you about. In your career, and you are, you are as good a three-point shooter as literally was ever born. Forget about what the numbers. I don't, I don't even – no one did it better than you did it. In your career, you averaged 5.7 three-point attempts per game. You took a little less than six yeah. threes per game. Right now in the NBA, there are 52 players averaging that many three-point attempts <laughs> per game. Are you concerned yeah. that the three has become too much a part of the game and what that might do to the watchability and just the enjoyment of the sport that you just described as being so entertaining and beautiful? Uh, I think the game is still extremely entertaining. Um, there is uh, 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 a a lack of appeal to it right now watching it because there's so many different dynamics to the game that are being lost. 
I actually said this a, a couple of days ago on my Instagram feed is that the mid-range game is being lost. You know, you, you look at Toronto a couple of years ago when they won the, the championship, they had some great three-point shooters, but you saw them pump fake and get into the paint and shoot the mid-range shot. You can't always go to the to the basket because you have a big guy waiting on you, but you've seen them stop midway and take a pop shot. Nowadays, what you're seeing guys pump fake and step sideways, you know, on a three-point line, and you're making it a tougher shot uh, than necessarily getting into to, to the paint and, and getting something uh, mid-range. So I, I believe it's bad for our young kids that watch because what I tell my, my boys, and, 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 you know, I'm coaching the AAU team currently, and I tell them, I want you guys to pay attention to what goes on in college. Play hard. Learn from the NBA the do's and the don'ts. But don't settle for threes. Like, the, I hated shooting threes to start a game because you you want to kind of build your rhythm into it. Get to the free throw line. Make some easy layups. And then the best time to shoot a three-pointer is off of uh, offensive rebound. And right now, it's the it's like the first thing that the, the players do, and we have some quality, skilled shooters from behind the arc. But I like to see the bigs have more of a footing back in the game because you know you look at the big guys' field goal percentage; they're shooting, you know, the best throughout a season, maybe sixty plus percent, and that's where a lot of times your your bread's buttered. And I think we've gone away from that. And I'd like to see us get back to that. Ah, you're a hundred percent right. Hembo just gave me a stat: the best team in the NBA right now, the Utah Jazz, average six mid mid-range shots per game and make two <laughs> so that's that's what basketball used to be and it isn't anymore anyway i gotta run ray i i would love to play golf sometime and if you're going to shoot 63 you're going to give me a whole bunch of shots out there uh it, no, what, what is that i'm not nuno i'm definitely not shoot. i haven't oh. shot 63 in a while yeah outstanding and and um i don't have that uh what is it that i'm supposed to have here nuno help me out I did. I, there's something I'm supposed to ask you about that you are doing, Ray, and I apologize it wasn't given to me ahead of time. I will usually do that a lot more gracefully than I just did. But tell us about it. So we just partnered with Abbott, and uh, um, it's a freestyle Libre two. It's a continuous glucose monitor that my son uh, uses. He has diabetes, and we just partnered with them to allow him uh, to manage his diabetes, allow all of us to manage diabetes a lot uh, easier. So uh, it comes with real-time alarms and gives my family peace of mind. So uh, we're thankful uh, for Abbott uh, and anybody out there that would like to um, to try this out. They can go to uh, freestylelibre2.us and uh, check it out and see what it's all about. Uh, that's so important, and I apologize. This was handed to me, and I was in the middle of something else. Uh, again, Freestyle Libre 2, it's made by Abbott. It's an integrated continuous glucose monitoring system that's been FDA cleared for adults and children with diabetes age 4 and above. It's obviously such an important and, in your case, personal message. Ray, great to see you. Thank you so much for the time. Best wishes to everybody, and we'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. Take care. Take that's care Ray Allen, who's not only one of the great three-point shooters of all time, but obviously an extraordinary golfer. Now, I knew he was a good golfer. But I did not know until someone sent me that note that he shot a 63 and says it should have been a 61, which is, well, what can you say? It's just bordering on ridiculous. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, I insist we talk about golf for a moment. Greeny insists is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. And the reason I insist is because I have an update on Tiger Woods. You might have seen this yesterday, Tiger Woods posting on Twitter that he has gone back to his home in South Florida after the 
devastating injuries that he suffered in that car accident in Southern California. He posted yesterday, happy to report I'm back home and continuing my recovery. I'm so grateful for the outpouring of support and encouragement that I've received over the past few weeks. Thank you to the incredible surgeons, doctors, nurses, and staff at Harbor UCLA Medical Center and Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. You've all taken such great care of me, and I cannot thank you enough. I'll be recovering at home and working on getting stronger every day. Obviously, look, we're all rooting for him. But I found myself thinking as I read that last night, what an incredibly dramatic life this man has led just in so many ways. And, And I guess part of that is when you're as famous as he has been for as long as he has been, Normal things that happen in your life seem very dramatic, like when his father died, that seemed very dramatic. But that that day comes for pretty much all of us. Um, But you look at things, just to use some of the obvious examples, the issues in his first marriage, which is a ridiculous way to phrase it, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, that becomes front-page news every day for a month. And now lots of people have car accidents, and now look at the situation that he is in. The, the, the dramatic turns in his life have been so extraordinary, the highs so high and the lows so incredibly low. But I did find myself thinking about this. Can you imagine if he does this again? Hembo is sitting next to me. I have said many times that the Masters of 2019, which I was privileged to be there for the first three days, and then watching it on television for the final round, that might have been the most dramatic sporting event I've ever seen. Certainly among the most memorable I've ever seen. Can you imagine if he did it again? No. If he comes back from this? I never thought it would happen before. Neither neither did most people. And, I, you know, in an honest moment, I guess I would tell you I was sort of on the fence. I think my last prediction was that he would someday win again, but I certainly didn't feel confident in it. But now with these injuries that he suffered and everything else... Can you imagine if two years from now? I mean, Ben Hogan did it. Ben Hogan suffered equally terrible injuries in a car accident and came back and won six major championships after that. Now, he was much younger than Tiger is. But can you imagine if Tiger were to come back and win again? So let's just hope. Let's just sit back and hope that we get to see something like that one more time because it really would be unbelievable. That's Greeny and Sis talk to you, uh, brought to you by DraftKings. All right, the list today is going to be outstanding. Let's do it. We're having a a little bit of a problem here. That's not firing. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right, sorry about that. So here we go. Today is the true beginning of free agency. These past few days were supposed to just be the time where they could all talk to each other and start putting deals together. But in reality, they pretty much make all of the deals ahead of time. But today we're talking about free agent deals getting done. And so I put together the list of the five greatest free agents in NFL history. The five greatest free agent signings in NFL history. Here we go. Number five. Five is Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett was the number one pick in the draft once upon a time by the New England Patriots, won the Heisman, was a bust, was absolutely a bust in New England and San Francisco. Signed with the Raiders as a free agent, as a backup in 78. Barely played until two seasons later. Then, oh, by the way, he won two Super Bowls, was a Super Bowl MVP, and was the comeback player of the year in 1980. Jim Plunkett perfectly fits the definition of a guy who found himself a free agent because the league had given up on him, and he bounced back and won huge. Number four. Four is a totally different kind, and that's Peyton Manning. 
Peyton Manning is the opposite of that. The league had sort of given up on him because of injury, or at least his team had moved on because his injury dictated they could use their first pick in the draft on Andrew Luck. So all he did was go to Denver and go 45-12. and 12. was not only the comeback player of the year in 2012, MVP in 2013, threw 55 touchdowns that year in four seasons in Denver, made it to two Super Bowls and won one of them. Peyton Manning rejuvenated a franchise that has not gotten it right at quarterback other than that since John Elway was there. And so he's number four on the free agent list. Number three. Three is Brady. And I know what you're going to say to me. You're going to say, how can I put Tom Brady's one season ahead of Peyton Manning's four in Denver? Well, I'm glad you asked. Peyton Manning won one Super Bowl in Denver. Was he the reason they won it? No, he was definitively not. It was definitively not. That was a season in which you didn't even start all the games. That defense carried them to a championship. He threw nine touchdowns that season against 17 interceptions. Peyton Manning, who had one of the great careers of all time and belonged on this list, had nowhere near as much to do with winning that Super Bowl as Tom Brady did this. Tom Brady showed up in Tampa, took over a team that was under 500, and won the championship in his first year. Now, it's not done yet, but I would say he already is number three on the list of the greatest free agent signings in NFL history. Number two. Two is Reggie White. And Reggie White was the first major free agent signing ever when free agency first came into the league in 1993. He averaged over 11 sacks a year, 96 uh, in the 96 Super Bowl season, he had three sacks. He was the 98 Defensive Player of the Year. He really transformed Green Bay. And he also sort of ushered in the era of free agency in the NFL to where those players could make a difference. We didn't know how that would work in football. Well, Green, Green Bay brought him in. He said God told him to go to Green Bay, and he and Brett Favre and company won the Super Bowl there. And so Reggie White, who for years was considered the greatest free agent signing ever, has now fallen down to number two. Number one. Because one is Breeze. Drew Breeze is number one. Signed in 2006 with the Saints. You, all, you know all the history. They'd given up on him in San Diego. Miami's doctors wouldn't clear him. He goes to New Orleans after the horrors of Hurricane Katrina and everything else. And all he does is become the most productive quarterback ever and lead that traditionally terrible franchise to a period where they were great. For his entire 15 years there, their bad seasons, they were good. And their good seasons, they were great. And their best season, they won the Super Bowl. And they got a bunch of tough breaks and bad calls that kept them possibly from winning more. But Drew Brees is one of the greatest players of all time and definitively number one on today's green list of the greatest free agents in NFL history. So, with free agency hot and heavy right now, it's time for your calls. I want to hear what you think. Your takes on what's happened in free agency so far. Your takes on Andy Dalton in Chicago. Your takes on what they're doing in Houston. Your takes on what your team is doing. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's hear from you and your thoughts on NFL free agency next after this time for some straight talk. You know, your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it. So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just 199 bucks. plus get the $45, un- uh, $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense, tune into Straight Talk, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Back with your calls on ESPN Radio. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Mike Tannenbaum will be along to give us the insight into all the NFL free agency coming up in just a few minutes. I'll mention the NBA is on ESPN Radio tonight. You're going to get Ben Simmons and the Sixers hosting Giannis and the Bucks. It's presented by Indeed. The coverage begins at 6.30 Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. I am here with the entire hashtag crew, but right now it is time for you. Your calls on NFL free agency. I want to hear your takes and what your team has done, hasn't done, and you'd like to see them do at 888-SAY-ESPN. If you can get past Bubba, whom we say hello to for the first time today. Hello, Bubba. Sure. (laughs) People ready to go, Bubs? Oh, we got a full bank of calls. All right, who's first? We're going to start with Julian. All right, Julian, how are we feeling NFL free agency so far? Hey, Greeny. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, I'm from Dallas, so as far as we're going, I feel like we're in the right direction. Um, obviously, got to get our defense going a little bit. But you did mention the Andy Dalton deal. All I have to say about that is they've had Mitchell Trubisky. So, I mean, they're getting Andy Dalton for $10 million. It's one year. Give the guy a shot. That's what I've got to say about that. I'm with you, and I know that he's a Dallas area guy, and absolutely, they should give Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is an infinitely better player than Nick Foles, infinitely better. The Trubisky piece of it to me is separate. Them giving up on Trubisky has not made sense, does not make sense, and will never make sense that they chose to do it. They certainly didn't exhaust every opportunity to see if he could become a player. makes no sense. That said, Andy Dalton is a much better option than what they had. The problem is he isn't Russell Wilson, and their fans had become absolutely convinced they were getting Russell Wilson, and that is where the trouble comes. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Chris is up next. Chris, how are we feeling? My brother, how are you doing? Long-time listener, thank you for taking the call. Thank you. I am a diehard Chicago Bears fan, and I heard you saying earlier that the Bears fans were convinced. I'm a realist, as in I know every year we're going to get beat deep by a Green Bay quarterback on a pass, and I know that we're, our ineptitude is going to show. And I will tell you, we should not have been in this position to begin with. Like, I'm from North Carolina. I didn't know who Mitchell Trubisky is. And I'm an hour and away from UNC. <laughs> we knew that Watson was a proven winner. And why we whiffed on him in the draft is just beyond me. So, you know, I think we've made our bed. 
and now we're sleeping in it. And Nagy and Pace are definitely – they're on the hot seat, and I don't know how we fix this. I'm going to give Dalton a chance. He, you know, he led a very uh, average t- Bengals team into the playoffs a few times, was a pro bowler. So I'm going to give him a chance. But right now it's just the same old Chicago Bears thing over and over, and we shouldn't have been here in the first place. No, you're right. 100% right. But as I keep saying, and thank you for the call, you can't go back and undo that part of it. Like, you can't go back and say we shouldn't have taken Mitch Trubisky. And for what it's worth, they're not the only team that would have. I remember that draft. I was there. It was in Philadelphia, and I I was there covering it. And I remember Shefty was talking about he might go number one. So they're not the only team that would have made that mistake. They're just the only team, unfortunately, for them that did. So, yes, give Dalton a chance. But if you have Russell Wilson, any team becomes a legit contender. And with Andy Dalton, I don't think you feel that way. And so the Bears, as constituted right now, don't feel like they are one at all. And, and the seats, you say Nagy and, and Ryan Pace, their seats are not hot. Their <laughs> seats are literally on fire. Their seats have combusted. They're sitting on flames right now. Uh, we're on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, Jesse is in New York. Jesse, how are we feeling in New York today about free agency so far? Man, I'm I'm a diehard New York Jets fan. I've been a Jets, a Mets, and a Knicks fan since before Tecmo Bowl and starter coach, and it's been a, it's been a hard road. It's been a hard road. I I'd like to see us be able to do more. You know, the intrigue of getting Deshaun Watson is awesome, but we would have to give up the farm to get him, and I don't know if I'm ready for that when we have so many holes. What do you think? I I think that they should absolutely do it. If you get the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson, to me, that's a no-brainer. You trade Darnold, assuming the Houston wants him. If not, you trade Darnold to somebody else for whatever you can get. You trade the second pick this year, which is what Houston will really want because then they can take Zach Wilson. You trade – the Jets have four more number ones over the next three years. Trade two of those. Is that worth it for Deshaun Watson? Hell yes. Absolutely. Yes, they have holes. They have a lot of money to plug them. They have a lot of other picks to get right. You get Deshaun Watson, it is a slam dunk no-brainer. I would absolutely trade basically whatever you have to to get Deshaun Watson if I'm the Jets or any other team that has that opportunity. I got time for one more, Bubba. Give me one. Yeah, let's go to Alaska. We got Donnie. Donnie in Alaska. What's the weather? What, what city are we in in Alaska today, Donnie? I'm in Anchorage right now, Green. Thanks for taking my call, man. Thank you. Long time listener. What's the weather uh, like right now? Anchorage, you know, Alaska. Give me a quick update. It, 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 yeah, it's one right now, man, but we've, we've been working in 10, 12 below for weeks, and it's just we got like 22 inches of snow the other day, so it was really <laughs> crazy. You know, in March, you know what I'm saying? It's nuts. Okay. But, uh, what is your football team? Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm a long-time Raiders fan, man. Been bleeding silver and black forever. And I, I just – when is Mark Davis going to draw the line? I just see our old line getting destroyed, you know, and, 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 and I see – I read the Hudson, they're letting him go. Yeah. So now what? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm bashing my head through a brick wall here. Crazy. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Stay warm and safe and dry there in Anchorage and the 22 inches of snow that fell the other day. Um, yes, the, 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 the Raiders have handled this very peculiarly. And, but here's what I will say. Pay no attention to John Gruden and Mike Mayock saying, oh, we're, Derek Carr is our guy. John Gruden's favorite quarterback is always the next one he can get. And if that one is Russell Wilson and Russell put the Raiders on his list, 
Do not discount that as a possibility. All the attention has been on Chicago for Russell Wilson. Do not discount the possibility of Vegas for Russell now or in the immediate future. We'll get Mike Tannenbaum's thoughts on all of this. We'll have time for some more calls as we go. Glad you're along for the ride. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast.